0: stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, right, well, seeing a lot of reaction to this, and not necessarily favorable, even from those who are, are certainly not supportive of the current UCP government. An approach that seems, I don't know, harsh, somewhat vindictive, maybe, and we'll, we'll let our guest explain it here, but the Alberta Federation of Labor launched a website called Boycott UCP Donors, which lists businesses that made donations last year to third-party groups, political action funds. So not directly to the UCP, but essentially saying that they help put the UCP in government. Obviously, the AFL doesn't like what they're seeing from this government, and therefore, I guess, these businesses should be punished, including, apparently, the folks who work there. So what's the rationale here? Uh, joining us on the line is Gil McGowan, president of the Alberta Federation of Labour. Hi there, Gil. Hi, Rob. Um, and by the way, I mean, your group was also a third-party advertiser in the last election, correct? We were. So would it be fair to say anyone who gave to your organization is an NDP donor?
1: The, our campaign was in support of the New Democrats. We, we understood very early on that the UCP based on their stated policy preferences would be bad news for ordinary working people and so we encourage people to vote uh in their own best interests and uh obviously we weren't successful in that regard but um yeah so yeah but you're right we have launched a uh a website Uh, with an interactive map identifying all the businesses who have made donations to pro-UCP political action committees since uh, the last provincial election. And our goal with that website was to give Albertans information uh, that they could use to make uh, informed consumer choices. And for us, we were basically, you know, this is a question that, that we've been asking for months now. Um, and we've been hearing it from our own members, you know, these, these are businesses uh, that have been bankrolling the UCP agenda. It's a punitive agenda um, that is built around cuts to public services, privatization, um, layoffs. Um, they're even going after the disabled with their attacks on uh, programs like Aish. They're driving um, doctors out of our province um, and they're, um, you know, honestly making a recession worse uh, by focusing on cuts to the balance of the budget instead of supporting Albertans through a difficult time. So the question that we're asking, Rob, is that, you know, why should a nurse, a teacher, a municipal worker buy a car? Uh, from an auto dealer who wants those workers to be fired or have their wages cut? Why should Albertans who believe in a strong public health care system and a strong public education system patronize businesses that are cheerleading for cuts and privatization? And from our perspective as a labor organization, perhaps most importantly, why should workers spend their hard-earned money on establishments that are run by people who want to suppress wages, eliminate overtime, sil- silence the voice of, of workers and unions. Okay. I mean, well, okay,
0: but, okay. Yeah. But th- look, I mean, obviously you're, Putting certainly your own partisan spin on on all of this. But I mean, the the idea here, like, for example, well, hang on for example, because look, if if someone had felt as though maybe they'd been harmed in some way by a policy implemented by the previous NDP government, and they're now going to go boycott uh, Safeway or Sobeys or Superstore because the UFCW, Local 401, gave money to the Alberta Federation of Labor that that's quite a leap in logic to say that that the workers at Safeway and Sobey's and Superstore should be punished because of somebody's perception about a what the NDP did and b the fact that the a- a- AFL supports the NDP right i mean so ultimately, you're, you're sort of taking this this political spin. You're Im- imposing it on these businesses, and by extension, the people who work there, and then saying those people at the bottom of that, that chain should be the ones that suffer as a result of this this whole illogical kind of sequence here. I, I don't see how that helps anyone or anything, Gail, honestly.
1: Well, I think it's a, I think it's a little bit ironic that you describe what we're doing as illogical uh, because the tactic of boycotts, uh, is not new to Alberta and in fact it's the tactic of boycotts has been used very aggressively over the last few years not by uh, people such as myself on the left of the political spectrum but rather by conservatives no, but, but you uh, see, with well, the support of the UCP so I mean, well, you I mean, mean as an example we've, we've had uh, boycotts against companies like Lush Cosmetics, who criticized the oil and gas sector, and there was a boycott organized by a UCP MLA from Fort McMurray. Similarly, there are boycotts against restaurants like Earl's and even uh, A&W and Tim Hortons, all organized by Conservatives. Uh, and I don't. I don't remember you calling the UCP or any of. See, their and here's the funny thing. Here's, the, here's radio the funny thing, yeah. it.
0: Right. Well, yeah. You, you you have a selective memory because, and, and here's an example of what what I, I thought of last week. Uh, Rachel Notley. You, you probably are familiar with her. She uh, had shared on her Twitter and her Facebook page uh, something I had written, and I thought, isn't it funny? Because according to Gil McGowan, I'm a UCP shell. And yet here's Rachel Notley sharing an article that I wrote. Maybe uh, she doesn't know what, what a horrible UCP shill I am. Or maybe it's because Gil sees everything in really strict black and white terms, that it's possible that somebody wanted change in the last election, maybe didn't feel that the NDP was deserving of reelection, but also doesn't agree with everything the UCP is doing. Isn't that possible, Gil?
1: Well, in the case of uh, these big pro-UCP political action funds, there were actually explicit quid pro quos. I think you'll remember, and it was reported in the mainstream media, that uh, the Car Dealers Association, for example, um, they turned out to be probably the biggest donors to these pro-UCP PACs. Uh, and they actually went to, to the UCP and they bragged about this afterwards. They said that we had asked the UCP to guarantee that they would uh, water down consumer protections that had protected uh, people buying cars from used car dealerships. They asked for uh, the UCP, if they won the election, to water down uh, workplace protections. Um, and and in, in exchange, they bankrolled this multimillion-dollar dollars pro-UCP third-party advertising campaign. And uh, so that's what we've got. We've got these companies that uh, mm-hmm. paid for a government that is now making life more difficult for ordinary okay. working people. You, you don't think and, that, that and so, that's contradictory, well, though? No, I don't think it's contradictory. Because, I mean, these, well, these, here, these business, okay, listen, listen, Rob, these businesses chose to play politics, and that's their prerogative. We're not saying that they shouldn't be free uh, to engage in political speech but they're not free from consequences. And we're, And I wanna make it really clear, we are not asking Albertans to stop shopping, we're not asking Albertans to stop supporting Alberta businesses, we're just giving them information that will allow them to make informed choices about where to spend their consumer dollars. Some people will see this list and say, great, I love these guys, I'm gonna double down and take my business uh, to the businesses that have invested in these pro-UCP campaigns. But others are going to take that information and say, you know what, that's not my cup of tea. And if I'm going to buy a car or a house, I will go to a company that uh, is more obviously aligned with my values.
0: Okay. But but where I say maybe there's some contradiction here in what you're saying is that what what you just outlined seems to imply that some of these businesses – had some specific interest in some specific policy changes that did. might have helped. They, hang on. Okay. But hang explained. on a second. <laughs> okay. Gil, hang on a second here. Let me finish the question. That some of these companies had some specific interest in some specific policy changes that would help their specific industries. And yet you're also implying that they support the entire UCP agenda and everything the government has done, is doing, and will do. I don't, I don't think it can be both.
1: Uh, well, I would disagree with you. I mean, they they knew what they were getting when they put their money behind the UCP. And you know, you can say what you want about Jason Kenney, uh, but he was certainly clear about what his government would look like if they won election. In fact, they they bragged about having a 140-page uh, platform that was very detailed, and it made it clear that they were going to cut. Uh, education and health care, that they are going to privatize uh, services, that they were going to cut support for universities. Um, they were going to go after retirement security. Um, and uh, by, uh, by going after uh, you know, uh, Alberta's contributions to Canada pension plan and public sector pension plans, they even admitted in the platform that they were essentially going to eliminate overtime. Uh, in the private sector, and they did all of those things. So, uh, you know, the, the, these companies can't claim that they didn't know what they were buying when they put millions uh, of dollars into these pro-UCP packs By, by the way, they bought.
0: How, how do you propose that people boycott an uh, oil field service company or a pipeline service company? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how citizens right. go about boycotting some well, of the for, companies for your, on this for, list for to your
1: listeners, just to be clear, um, all we did was take publicly available information that was already posted on the Elections Alberta website uh, and then repackage it in a way that was more publicly accessible. So there are a, a, a total of 166 businesses that made contributions to various pro-UCP PACs. Some, somewhere um, as low as $500, right? Yeah, and some as high as forty or $50,000. Um, all told, it was, uh, you know, like four or $5,000,000 worth of, of advertising. 40000 well, uh, forty
0: and or $50,000 that- a lot of money?
1: Sure, sure it is. Okay, because yeah, I mean, Cause, it, I mean, I I mean UFCW I you, gave you guys, me.
0: you got $93,000 from uh, UFCW Local 401. You got $48,000 from the United Nurses of Alberta.
1: Right and we did and, and 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 honestly we were scrupulous about reporting uh, uh, you know following the rules laid out by elections Alberta in terms of transparency and I want to make it clear that under the rules and these are rules that were introduced by the new Democrats and are still in place right now every time a union engages in a public advocacy campaign that's com- com- considered political action for the purpose of, uh, of the le- of the legislation. So every time we advocate for better uh, health and safety or a higher minimum wage, all the stuff that you would expect an organization like the Alberta Federation of Labor to advocate for, every dollar that we spent on those kind of campaigns has to be reported. But it's, you know, a lot of people say, oh, it's political action in support of the NDP, but the 90% of what we reported in terms of uh, our reporting that you just mentioned, is for issues campaigns on. Uh, on well, no, that was that the are... that
0: was the election period.
1: No, it doesn't matter. I mean, like 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 okay. that, that like literally. No, but you were place, you
0: were your group is a registered.
1: But we didn't, um, we with didn't al- elections a, Alberta. Yeah, but we we, did, we actually didn't run a single ad that said vote NDP. We didn't. Uh, whereas these third-party advertising packs that we are we're, we're targeting with this current website, they they paid for third-party ads that clearly targeted the NDP in a negative way, but we didn't run a single ad saying vote NDP, and we didn't run a single ad saying don't run uh, UCP. We we actually spent the, all of our money in the pre-election period on a campaign called Next Alberta, trying to convince all Albertan, all all Alberta parties. To engage in a conversation about the unfolding uh, transformation in the oil and gas sector, and you know, uh, and yeah. we challenged them. That was our that, seriously, that's what we spent our money on. Rob. Well, okay, fair enough. So, but, well, I, so, so don't, don't I, I didn't suggest you're, otherwise, you're drawing, Gil. I'm, you're, you're I'm talking about the fact that false, you... but you're drawing a false <laughs> equivalence. Well, no, I'm not. I just asked if you
0: thought forty thousand dollars was a lot of money, and and sure and I mentioned a, a a figure on on your list, which is also available at Elections Alberta's website. But let me get to this question because from what I've seen today, and it's anecdotal, but I don't get the sense that the NDP is supportive of this approach or other progressives are supportive of this approach. That the idea being that if, you know, if, if these people, you know, these groups want to defeat the UCP in the next election, it's going to be about winning hearts and minds. It's going to be about convincing people who might have voted UCP in 2019 that they, they should not do so in 2023. That I don't know, do you really think this this kind of harsh, vindictive approach is going to win votes in the next election is going to help Change the government in the next election, Gil? Is that really what you think is going to come of this?
1: Well, I think you should be asking that question to the UCP, which we're talking about harsh and vindictive. What do you call? Uh, going after uh, payments to uh, disabled people on H. What do you call uh, you know, driving doctors out of the province and treating them with disrespect during a pandemic? I call that harsh. I call that vindictive. What do you call about underfunding schools uh, while parents are anxious about uh, sending their kids back to school in a, in a pandemic? I call that harsh and vindictive. You know, I mean, I, I think... Uh, well, you're not really answering they, the question, case yeah. Jason Ken has cornered the market on harsh and vindictive.
0: Okay, I, I I don't I won't repeat the question. but I'll give you another chance if you want to answer. it.
1: What was the question again, Rob? Because <laughs> I gave I, you an answer. I gave you the, yeah, what yeah, I think I is the more did. important okay. answer. Yeah, I mean, like right. you're, you're you're saying this that we're harsh and vindictive. We are not telling people not to <laughs> to shop. We're, we're not telling people not to uh, spend their money on Alberta businesses. Quite the opposite. Uh, so if so, know, if some of these businesses suffer, we're, we're, we're you're okay with you that, remember, right? What's that? So some of these
0: businesses suffer. Let's say some of these businesses even end up closing their doors as a result. That, that yeah. wouldn't bother you, right? You'd be fine with that.
1: <laughs> well, listen, any business that Hang on. goes after I mean that's for healthcare... your No, listen. Question. listen. Well, well, I don't understand why you think that nurses and teachers and public sector workers who are being <laughs> deliberately targeted why this government and their supporters okay. should spend their money buying a thing like a car or, or, or a big expense like a house in a company. That's fine. That I just to want to understand. Yeah, so if, I, I don't, if, I, I don't okay. understand okay your confusion. That. I don't understand your confusion. I think it's pretty straightforward. We're encouraging people to engage in an in, in, in informed consumer choice.
0: Right. right. So if people lose their Full jobs stop. as a result of this campaign. That that's that's an acceptable consequence in your view.
1: Well, the, uh, I've been told by a lot of these uh, conservatives that they have no problem. They think that uh, you know whatever progressive uh, well, Alberts that you. they lose, will be, be more than compensated by conservatives like, coming. So that so that's fine. You put a lose. lot of
0: thought into this. This is all very deliberate. So I'm I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that, that I'm clear about it.
1: Yeah, of course it was deliberate. I mean, websites don't uh, appear magically by themselves.
0: Okay. Well, Gil, appreciate you making some time for us here this afternoon. Okay. Thanks, Rob. Take care. Gil McGowan, president of the Alberta Federation of Labor. Now, (laughs) I do think this is harsh and vindictive. Now, some people of of Texas say, well, I want to know what the website is because I'm going to go out of my way to support these businesses. It's uh, boycottucpdonors.ca. So what do you think of that? Nine seven We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.